Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Her Game podcast, the official podcast of the WPSL, presented by Capelli Sport. And this is season two, episode two of the podcast. And I am the WPSL social media director, Jeremy McPeak. And I'm joined once again by my tag team partner, Nicole Singleton, the communications director for the WPSL. Nicole, it's hard to believe we're already nearing the end of the regular season. This is episode two and the season's almost over already. I know it's crazy how fast it's flown by. Didn't seem like it went that fast last season. No, it sure didn't. Uh, But uh, not only is the season almost over, but we have no idea really where teams are going to settle because the standings are actually still pretty competitive and they could go a lot of different directions. Absolutely. If you just um, take a look at our website and go to the standings and just scroll down, see all the conference tables, you'll notice, you know, the top three teams in the conference are separated by a single or two points. Um, so a lot of different shakeups could happen here in the next couple of weeks of games. Yeah, no question. And that is WPSLsoccer.com. Got to get a plug in there for our official league website. So check that out. You can take a look daily to see how teams are moving up and down in the standings. Absolutely. Um, but Jeremy, two teams have already secured their spots in their conference championships, just waiting um, to see who their opponent's going to be. We've got uh, Ambassadors Crazy. Cleveland, uh, who clinched the Eastern Division of the Ohio Valley Conference. And then expansion team, Utah Avalanche has secured the, um, the Wasatch Division of the uh, Mountain Conference. The so um, That's, that might be the best named division in the league. Um, but yeah, they're an expansion team and they're not the only expansion team that we've, we've had this season. That's really came out of the gates, um, with hot performances at the start of their first season. Uh, so that's really exciting to see. And, uh, speaking of expansion teams, you actually got to see one of our expansion teams live. I did. I thought you were going to say, speaking of hot performances, because I think it was (laughs) about 105 degrees for the, uh, Arizona Arsenal's inaugural match which uh, two or three weeks ago now out in Mesa, Arizona at the Bell Bank Park. I got a chance to go out there and cover that one. And, and uh, it was really cool. It was all, all the players were so excited to be playing in their first WPSL uh, match. And the coach was really fired up, really uh, thankful to have us out there covering it, which was cool. And uh, the team scored three goals. I swear it was in the first 90 seconds or so of the game, uh, you know, kicking off. And uh, I was kind of frustrated because I hadn't even gotten really my my camera and wasn't in the right position to get any of the goals because I was still busy posting some of the pregame content of the intros and player huddle and such. But uh, it was pretty cool to see them uh, all fired up and excited. And they had a big crowd. They probably had, I'm guessing they had 300 fans out there on uh, considering, considering it was over 100 degrees outside to have 300 fans um, attending the first game. That was pretty neat to see. That's awesome. That's a, a great, great story around the league. Um, and speaking of great stories, this Sunday, we've got Columbus Eagles FC playing at the Historic Crew Stadium. They're going to play a doubleheader with the men's professional side, Crew 2. They will play after that match, and they're going to host Century United. Um, so that's going to be pretty massive for those players and both teams to experience the match um, in that kind of atmosphere, in that kind of stadium Um so that'll yeah. be that'll be exciting to to watch. Uh, I'd love to be there one. for that one. That'd be cool. I know. Uh, let's just let's take a flight out to Ohio and, <laughs> and, and go catch that one. Yeah. Um, but we also last Friday had Pleasanton Range. Um, they actually hosted their first annual uh, WPSL Girls Festival. Um, so a really big community event. Uh, it's supposed to bring awareness to 
youth soccer um, and WPSL and the pathway between the two. Um, they had a really good tone turnout for that. Players talking to the young youth um, youth players and doing drills and everything. So that was always fun to see the teams off of the field um, and in the community community like that. Yeah, no question. And if you get a chance, take a look at uh, the WPSL's Instagram as our own Katie Parker TV was there on site there at the Pleasanton Rage and uh, did some interviews and got a lot of highlights. And that was pretty cool to see as well. So check that out if you get a chance. And speaking of pathway to uh, from the WPSL, our guest today, uh, we got two guests coming up in the second half of the podcast uh, we feature two SoCal Union players. One, of course, is a former professional player, and the other played four seasons in the WPSL before being drafted and now plays uh, with the OL Reign in the NWSL. So excited to have our two guests uh, here in the second half. Nicole, should we head head to the interviews? Let's do it. Awesome. All right, welcome back to the second half of the Her Game podcast brought to you by Capelli Sport. And we are excited to be joined by two guests today. We've got Candace Love and Marley Canellis with us. One is a former professional and current WPSL player, and the other is a former WPSL player and now professional, both by way of SoCal Union FC. Ladies, thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Marley, let's kick things off with you. Um, you were among the 24 WPSL alumni who were drafted in the 2022 NWSL draft this year. Can you tell us about that experience felt with you entering the draft and then um, finding out that you were selected? Yeah, um, it was a very crazy day for sure. I think that anyone that's gone through that process will tell you that, I mean, you can talk to teams before, but until your name's called, you truly don't know what's going to happen. So it was a very crazy day. Um, luckily, my family was able to be there with me and um, sit through the draft with me. And yeah, I mean, I eventually got a call from Laura Harvey and um, I was so excited, uh, very emotional because it's something that every player that wants to play pro really dreams of that moment. So it was very special for sure. Awesome. Candace, you played in one championships in both the uh, WPS league that doesn't, doesn't exist any longer as well as the NWSL and alongside some pretty notable teammates um, from what I understand uh, who also spent time in the WPSL like Brandy Chastain and Alex Morgan and Shannon box. Tell us about your time and your experience uh, playing professionally, what that was like for you. Oh, it was so much fun. Um, I was talking to one of the girls from um, SoCal yesterday um, on just like how the experience was and you never know what you have until it's gone. And it was just like every practice was so much fun, every game, especially when you're winning, um, especially when you're playing, um, you know, your teammates around you. It's, uh, I mean, life is wake up, go to training and go to treatment and just do whatever you want to do for the rest of the day have some appearances here and there, do some camps here and there. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like, like I said, you don't understand what you have until it's gone. So it was, it was so much fun and playing with, um, you know, Alex Morgan and Leslie Osborne, Brandy Chastain playing against Abby Wambach, you know, those were all really big names now and then, and, you know, being able to play against them and with them was, you know, an honor it was, and a lot of fun. 
What do you remember about the, uh, the NWSL championship? Anything stand out in particular, what that was like? Well, for me, well, yeah. I wasn't in the NWSL championship. I was oh, just apologies. In, no, it's okay. I was just in two WPS championships for, okay. Um, okay. I was in it for FC gold pride and one for Buffalo. And, um, it's crazy because um, the first year for the WPS with FC Gold Pride, I can't remember winning a game. I don't think we won a game. <laughs> we were just, we were just so, we just, we just weren't clicking, you know. And then it was the first year of the whole league, and um, so going from that, and then, and then I got injured the first year, and so coming back off a off a huge, um, you know, broken hip injury, the second year, and you know we got all type of, you know players we had marta on our team we had shannon fox on our team it was just and and then we went from winning we went from losing every game to winning every game and then you know i i scored my first uh wps goal in the championship as a defender um uh in 2010 so that was it was it was amazing it was really fun i, I should know better than to trust wikipedia so my my fault <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> yeah, Candice, you mentioned your goal um, in that championship game with FC Gold Pride. Josh, the uh, general manager for SoCal Union for our listeners, um, he actually sent me a highlight of that goal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> can, he, <Josh. laughs> uh, can you just tell us um, kind of like what that moment felt like and just the atmosphere of being in that game that's such a big game and then having yeah, that goal you know, score my whole my whole family was there and you know as a defender you don't especially in the league like a professional league as a defender you don't expect to score unless you're um you know in the box for a corner kick or it's just not off the run of play it's not it's not normal well not normal i'm not gonna say not normal but it's not you know, usual for an outside back to score. So, you know, I just went with it. I passed the ball. I got, I, I intercepted the ball, passed the ball to Marta, and I just kept going. And then, um, you know, I, I, the defender wasn't in, in front of me, but I kept fighting for it. I just took a shot and it just happened to be a really good shot. <laughs> and then it went in and afterwards I ran towards my family. I mean, I did like a full on sprint down the line. I don't know why I did that because I was tired. It was in the beginning of the game. I was done for the rest of the game. I couldn't even catch my breath at halftime still. But it was like the adrenaline, I think, really kept me going. And, you know, like I said, my family was there. Um, my sister actually missed it. She was getting my nephew a hot dog. So she calls it like the, or a corn dog. She, was, she calls it the corn dog shot. So, <laughs> you know, it still, it still holds a lot of memories. Absolutely. Marley, now that you're a player for the OL Reign, has it sunk in yet that you're you're now a professional athlete? And, and what's been the difference for you? What's that adjustment been like going from a student athlete in the WPSL to now a pro? Yeah, I think that, I mean, now I'm teammates with some of the players that I've looked up to my entire career. And some days, you know, you just look at them and they're normal players, people, and that's how they should be treated. But there are other days where I'm like, this is really special. Like, this is so cool. And I'm honored to be able to wear the same Jersey as them and train with them. Um, but yeah, I think just the biggest difference Candace kind of touched on is like, as a student athlete, you know, you wake up, train, lift treatment, and then you're off to class the rest of the day. And right now, I mean, I've been doing more reading than I have in my entire life. Cause I just don't know what else to do. Um, once you leave a training facility. So it is definitely an adjustment and it's a whole new level. So everything that I had to do to get me to this point now has to be 
even a step further. So it's been definitely an adjustment, but um, I, I'm just very excited to be here. Okay, two quick questions, two quick follow-ups. Which player were you most excited to meet for the first time? Which teammate? And what are you reading? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously with Megan Rapino and Rose Lavelle, um, Lauren Barnes is a former Bruin. So there's so many people that I have also like played on the youth national teams with Alana Cook and a couple other players. Sure. So it's like just a whole big reunion from so many different walks of life. Um, I, I didn't really expect to end up here and I did, and I'm so grateful for it. And my team is actually a really big group of readers. So I've just been reading everything that everyone's been recommending. Um, so I'm just kind of all over the place, but everyone's kind of in the same position as me, you know, people, they, I mean, some people have dogs, um, some people have, you know, relationships, but other than that, it's like, we're all trying to figure out what do we do now? The O.L. Rain Book Club. I like it. Yeah. I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, Marley, you touched on being a student athlete and mentioned being a Brewer. And, um, and you were played four years with, or four seasons with uh, SoCal. Can you kind of explain how playing as a student athlete in the WPSL, how that helped um, you back at UCLA versus, and vice versa with the WPSL season? Yeah, I think that having the opportunity to get games in and trainings in with the WPSL during summer that I was away from UCLA helped me tremendously. I think that there's no better way to learn the game and get game fitness than to be in game situations. And I I mean, you can train as much as you want, but like I said, those in-game decision-making is invaluable. So um, I'm very thankful that I was able to have a club like SoCal Union to be around really great players and people and just play the game as much as possible. Cause I think sometimes, you know, a lot of people get caught up in doing your own little trainings and that's definitely great because you need that, but you also really need to get games in as well. Sure. Candace, you're now playing in the WPSL as well as coaching and assistant player, player coach and assistant coach uh, with SoCal union. What's that transition been like for you and, and how does it feel playing for the team in this league? Um, well, yeah, I, I wasn't supposed to play this year, but I went out to practice and I was like, all right, uh, I'm gonna put my boots on and I'm gonna just warm up. And I ended up finishing the whole practice and then coming out to the next practice and doing that one and then being in game. So, um, <laughs> I haven't necessarily transitioned to the, to the coaching <laughs> side yet. <laughs> I feel like a child still. I'm like childish. I won't go to this, uh, the coaching side, but yeah, I still, you know, I, I can't, I can't let it go. I'm like, you know, if my body is still able to, you know, get me through these practices and these games as much as I can, you know, sometimes I'll tell coach, I'm like, don't start me. Just let me know when you need me and I'll go in and run a couple sprints, but that's all I got, you know? <laughs> But um, yeah, so it, it's still fun. I still love being out there with the girls. Um, it's it's still a good experience. Is coaching something you've thought about throughout your career? That someday, whenever you're done, that's that's what you wanted to do next. Yeah, I um, coached my um, daughter's ASO team, awesome. and um, yeah, and I'm moving over to high school now. I've coached high school before, but I'm moving. I'm moving over to high school now. Um, I'm coaching at Rancho Christian. Nice. Uh, high school this year in Temecula. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I've done a lot of personals um, as a small group, and so I'm excited about it. Very cool. 
Well, this is for both of you. Um, I want to get advice that you would um, give to a potential player who's thinking about playing in the league like WPSL, student athlete, or post-collegiate, um, thinking about just, you know, elevating their game just to go to the next level. What kind of advice would you give to um, a player like that? Go ahead, Marley. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, as long as you continue to love the game, I think that that's what's going to carry your passion and hunger to keep getting better. I think that you have to really enjoy what you're doing to be willing to put in the extra hours and extra work um, to reach your own goals. I mean, no one, you don't have to follow anyone's path. Everyone's path is different. So whether you are playing in the, the WPSL um, to prep you for college or prep you for NWSL, every path is different. So as long as you love the game and it's something that you genuinely enjoy doing, I think that you should continue to pursue it and do it with a hundred percent of your focus, ability, and energy. Candace, anything to add? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, off of what Marley said, it's like, if, if it becomes a chore, it's no longer fun for you. Um, and it's like, if, you know, if, if you're out to accomplish goals and if you, if you have things that, you know, you want to accomplish in the long run, it's, it's just keep at it keep at it, do your personal training, do your own training, um, and just go out there with everything you got at every training and every game. Yeah, no question. I do have one last question, then we'll let you guys go. Just tell me what your thoughts are on the WPSL and how important it is to have a league like this for the women's game. I think it's great um, because, you know, kids are coming, you know, uh, collegiate athletes are coming off a season um, trying to figure out a way to stay fit during the summer to start a new season in the fall. And like Marley said earlier, you know, to be able, you can train all day. You can, you can train on your own. You can train in little small groups, but to be able to play 90 minutes or, you know, half a half a game, 45 minutes or 90 minutes in a game and have real game-like situations is extremely beneficial for the start of season to help you stay fit and et cetera. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's just such a great platform and opportunity for the game to continue to grow as well. I think that any opportunity for people to see, you know, kind of that you can go from the WPSL into the NWSL bridging, have seeing that bridge is really encouraging. And I know I've seen people do it in the past and that's why I was like, you know what, this is something that I need to do during the summer. Um, I'll do all my summer workouts that the college provides, but getting games and training sessions was invaluable. So I think that we're, if the WPSL can continue to grow and grow the game, it's a win-win for really everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys both so much for taking time out of your day today. I know your uh, season is, uh, you're both busy with um, playing and, and uh, Candice, you've actually got games going on this week. So really appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, talk with us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah definitely. You. And good luck with you guys as the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, of course, to all our fans for uh, listening and downloading the Her Game podcast. And uh, stay tuned for episode three, which will be coming up here in the next week or two. Nicole, thanks so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All righty. See ya. Thanks, guys.